Hello, I'm Wendy McGean. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. At 55 years old, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that along the way, I found my way back to myself and realized that I had everything that I needed already inside me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as me. It's possible to step outside your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do all of this without running away. Back in June, my almost 15-year-old Labrador Retriever Rhesus crossed the Rainbow Bridge. It was a tough time as I ultimately made the decision to offer him some peace. Not something that I did lightly. In fact, I declined the first vet's recommendation to control the end for him. I wasn't ready and I did not believe that he was either. Whether the latter was true, I have no idea. It's merely what I chose to believe without Reese's actually being able to discuss this with me. I made one more trip to the Atlantic Ocean with him and then could recognize the fact that his mobility was severely restricted and he wasn't having a lot of fun. The tail wasn't wagging much anymore. More than two months later, I still felt as if something was missing from my life. A piece of me kept looking for him every morning and I couldn't bring myself to walk for some time without him. That dog had been with me through thick and thin and he could always bring a smile to my face even when he was sick last May and prompted me to scrub my floors about six times a day. There was a bond that was years in the making and I would do anything for him, in much the same way that he would have walked to the ends of the earth for me. I wasn't sure that I would ever have another dog. He was irreplaceable. And then around his birthday at the end of August, I started thinking about getting another one. I looked at various rescue organizations in the area and there were no available Labradors to be found. And then I found a puppy. Honestly, my heart fell out of my chest and onto the floor. He was a little mini Reese's, even though I knew that there would never be another one like him. The circumstances during which our friendship developed won't be replicated, but I could have another experience. So despite a little trepidation, I started to make plans to adopt a puppy. Last week, I arrived home with Moose, an eight-week-old chocolate lab. We're still getting to know each other, and I'd conveniently forgotten what goes into training and raising a well-behaved pup. Truth be told, Rhesus was not always a well-behaved dog, and I learned a few things over the years that I will not repeat. Careful, patient, and consistent training is becoming a part of our daily routine. I have much to learn, as does he. His disposition is different than his predecessor, in that he has periods of quiet that I do not recall observing in Rhesus. Of course, there were two young children in the house the first time round that kept the dog operating like a wind-up toy, always ready to play and ever excitable. The doorbell ringing, people walking by, and especially skateboards would send him into a barking frenzy. And don't get me started on him pulling the leash. The one thing that he seemed to do effortlessly was house training. He rarely used our home as a bathroom, learning very quickly that outside was the place to be to relieve himself. By the time he became a senior citizen, he was calm and docile and deaf, rarely barking anymore and just kind of sauntering along as we carried out our daily walk, until he couldn't. He was content and happy just to be beside me. The new pup has a sweet personality, most of the time. He will occasionally turn into the Tasmanian Devil. You know the one from the Bugs Bunny cartoon show that resembled a swirling beast always ready to attack? Moose is that, with razor-sharp nails and teeth. I have the scratches to prove it. And here's where the training comes in. Consistent and patient. 
Once I can extract my hand from his mouth, a suitable substitute is tossed his way, and I set about ignoring to restore order. He doesn't give up easily. Lots of spirit there. My first priority is the house training, and he seems to squat much more frequently than I recall with Reese's. So we head outside about every 90 minutes or so, and even at that, he's had many accidents this week, often within minutes of me bringing him back inside and thinking that I'm doing everything right. So I'm a little sleep-deprived and a little frustrated as we move through our day, but I'm also committed to raising this little guy. He's already won my heart. The way that he snuggles up beside me when I sit to read or plops at my feet when I have a meal at the table. Or the exuberance that he shows when he gets a burst of energy and decides to pounce on whatever moves. And yes, that's the very exuberance that I have to tame, at least a little. It's quite frankly exhausting, and I wouldn't trade him for the world. What do you have in your life right now that causes joy and aggravation? Is it worth it? Thank you for listening. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. L is for love, A is for act, and F is be fearless. If you get a chance and have the means, please pick up a copy of my book, Round Trip, How I Found Myself on Three Wheels. It's available on Amazon, or you can reach out to me for a signed copy if you prefer. Send an email to roundtrip at wendymcgean.ca. Have a great week.